Hey guys, and welcome back to the You Know The Drill podcast, the podcast hosted by me, Faris, and my mate Robbie, two fifth-year dental students producing content for all your dental needs. Whether you're a dental student or applicant, if you want to learn more about the reality of dentistry, this is a podcast for you. If you want to keep up to date with all our episodes, follow our podcast on your platform of choice and check out our YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at You Know The Drill Podcast. Thank you. So today we are doing another episode focusing on a dental speciality. This time it's periodontology. We're very excited as our guest today is Dr. Abdullah Al-Kanan, a specialist periodontist and implant surgeon. Without further ado, welcome onto the podcast, Dr. Al-Kanan. Thank you, Faris. Thank you, Robbie. It's my pleasure to actually be with you guys today. Thank you. Yes, I thought we'd let our guests know as well that just to show his dedication, Dr. Al-Kanan is up at 6 a.m. at the moment. So, you know, that anyone that says waking up for clinics at 8 is, is, uh, is too early, use this as your, as your guide. Um, but but uh, <laughs> let me say something. Waking up actually at 6 a.m. Um, on a weekend is a good thing. Uh, it doesn't yeah. feel good waking up for a clinic sometimes. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. You heard it, you heard it from the man himself. But um, So, yeah, Dr. Alkanan, could you please just uh, introduce yourself to our listeners and give us a quick summary about yourself? Sure. So um, I'm born and raised in Kuwait City, Kuwait. I'm from Kuwait. Um, you know, during high school time, I, I went to the UK and, you know, I I had the, you know, the vision of going into dental school early on in, in high school. And then, you know, went to the UK, did my A-levels equivalent. Um, and yeah, I, um, I got into uni, um, and unluckily I'll get into, got into Manchester university. Uh, it was, it was a fun five years for me. And, um, and, you know, I decided after dental school to actually stay in the UK and do a VT. I think now the, you know, the naming has changed. It's called an FD1, FD2. Uh, so yeah, I had to apply for that, and 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 I got into the Midlands Deanery in Birmingham. I, you know, it was like a round interview. You go through a couple of PT uh, trainers, and I ended up uh, with uh, Doctor Atty in Ladypool Road in Birmingham. He's a um, he's a great general dentist. Uh, I think at the time he was doing his MSc in orthodontics, uh, but, you know, he did some sedation, some oral surgery. He taught at, um, you know, University of Birmingham. So it was fun being with him, to be honest. Uh, I do remember my colleagues in, in dental school, they, they used to say, you know, you're going to do um, what you're going to do in first year of BT or FD1. It's going to be more than what you did in the hall of dental school, and and yeah, that that kind of was right. It was uh, it was a huge change of pace, and things were much quicker, much more serious now. Although you have a VT trainer, but you're on your own, <laughs> so that that was fun. After working, um, you know, in, in Birmingham for a year, I, I went back to Kuwait, actually, and I worked there for another year. And and during that time, I, you know, kind of was looking at programs. I know I wanted to do perio, um, you know, implant surgery and periodontics. And 
I decided to actually go to the United States uh, to specialize in that and, and do my residency. And I matched in the University of Louisville in Kentucky. Um, and I got in in 2013. And, you know, it was, it was a tough couple of years. It was a hard, hard residency. And I finished in uh, 2017. When I say residency, that's, you know, the, the training that you do um, and get your MSc and, and specialty training. And after that, I had a couple of academic positions and private practice positions, you know, in, in the U.S. And, and back in Kuwait. Before the pandemic, I, um, you know, decided that I want to do move full time to the U.S. Uh, and, and instead of doing this back and forth, it was it was fun traveling. Um, you know, I have you know my family in Kuwait, but, you know, my work in the U.S. So I decided before the pandemic to actually switch gears and be at the U.S. And, and I was actually uh, working at the University of Minnesota in the postgraduate department. You know, we taught dental students. And at the same time, I worked in private practice. That that combination was fun. Uh, I, um, I, to be honest, I didn't like the bureaucracy in academia and how slow it is at the same time. I loved uh, the teaching part. I, you know, the postgraduate education is mm. where, you know, we do, you know, a lot of surgical procedures and, you know, that rapport yeah. that I uh, built with my students was awesome. Um, and now, you know, I own my own private practice um, in, in Eastern Washington state, a couple of hours east of Seattle. You guys are familiar with um, the U.S., um and 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 you know that's that's been amazing uh i do you know i would say 80 percent you know day-to-day -day private practice i do courses with some implant companies you know and throughout that journey you know i ha i have got my msc my master's in periodontology and implant surgery and diplomate status from the american academy of perio um, so in a nutshell, that's where I'm at at the moment, my story. Wow. Excellent. It's quite a long journey, isn't it? I think, especially when it comes to any kind of specialty, there's a lot of trials and tribulations you kind of have to go through to reach that, you know, pinnacle, uh, reach the top. So it's, it's very, very insightful for our listeners to kind of hear the different ways to do it. And it's really interesting that you actually went to the USA and continued your journey there. So. Just with regards to the perio, could you tell us what periodontology is? Yeah, absolutely. If um, if you go online and look at you know the authority kind of figure of of you know the dental specialties, at least in the U.S., uh, it's the American Dental Association. And when you look at that, there are kind of twelve recognized subspecialties. Periodontology is one of these subspecialties of dentistry, and it basically deals with anything that is surrounding the teeth. The, you know, it's, if you want to divide the word, perio in Latin is around dentology or donics is, is, is teeth. So it's the, you know, the study that deals with the surround, you know, anything surrounding the teeth. Um, uh, the, so basically the structures that surround the teeth, 
diseases, the conditions that affect them. Um, and when we talk about the supporting structures, we're talking about the periodontia. Um, you know, this includes the gingiva or the gums, the alveolar bone, the cementum, the PDL, the periodontal ligament. So we study all these kind of things and basically treat them and their diseases. And we are specialized in uh, preventing disease. You know, the inflammatory processes, processes that goes with the disease. Um, and of course, uh, you know, the dental implant installation as well. Yes. Okay. And then did you always know you wanted to go into perio um, or was there something else that made you want to specialize in this field? To be honest with you, um, I didn't know during dental school, so the short answer is no. I didn't always knew that I wanted to do perio when I was mm. in dental school. Uh, having said that, I would say I had amazing mentors in, in dental school. In Manchester, uh, we started, uh, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, but at the time, early 2000s, um, the, you know, it's a five-year course. The first two years were basically just, you know, we studied what medical students did. So we joined classes. We did PDL, problem-based learning, you know, the whole body. It's only in third year where we actually went and did clinical stuff. Uh, we bended wires in the lab. We had different lectures. So the, we had a new guy who came from Birmingham. And he was tasked with revamping Perio in Manchester. His name was Anthony Roberts. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar um, with, um, I forgot his name, um, in, in Birmingham. But he was one of his students, mm -hmm. one of these big shots in Perio uh, in Birmingham. Uh, so, yeah, he, he was tasked with revamping the Perio department, the undergraduate Perio department in, in Manchester, Dr. Anthony Roberts. And he was amazing. You know, he came in and he was actually the lighting rod that sparked my interest in, in Perio, so to speak. And, you know, he introduced the terms really well, the formation mm. and, you know, the terminology. Um, and, you know, there was huge dedication from the guy to actually introduce Perio uh, to us. We were kind of the you know, the lab rats at the moment uh, where he, you know, basically the first cohort uh, to kind of do it his way. So we were kind of his babies. So he, he spent a lot of time um, getting, you know, the whole terminology, the treatment protocols. And I think that initially sparked my attention uh, to perio. I, I honestly hated perio treatment in dental school. Because all what we did was scaling and roof lighting. <laughs> I'm so happy and... you said it. I'm so happy you said it. I was waiting. I was like, because I think we have a very <laughs> similar thing where at dental school, perio is like, no one ever says, you know what, I can't wait to do perio today. <laughs> so it's funny you Honestly, say that. Sorry, I go on. It's much, <laughs> it's much more than that, but you would be yeah. surprised. The first two months in residency, all what we did was scaling and roof planning. And yeah. I didn't know how different it can make. Uh, you know things so it's extremely yeah. important but it was so boring i have to say 
<laughs> you know, uh, so it's much more than that, <laughs> you know, but yeah, after, after dental school, I shadowed a couple of perios and I kind of liked, you know, uh, the fear behind it. And then of course the implant, uh, the implant surgery involvement, the materials, the biologics, and how research is actually developing in, 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 in the field so quick and how it's a changing specialty. And that's when I decided, actually, I wanted to do perio. I would say two years after, after uh, um, dental school. So, yeah, I was looking, you know, uh, mm. at, you know, oral surgery um, and perio. I, I mean, I wasn't interested in orthodontics or pediatrics. And I actually oh, thought about yeah. staying as a, a general dentist. Uh, mm-hmm. But then, yeah, I liked surgery. Uh, so that's, that's what took me to perio. That's very interesting. You know, I think I've gone through a similar path with perio whereby I've realized, and I think even Robbie's in the same boat as me, you realize very quickly, peri is not just scaling. I think that's, that's the exposure we have. But as we've kind of looked more into the field, peri has so much in like operative management and implants and, you know, doing really complex and interesting surgeries in the mouth. But I think people kind of have this assumption that it's just, you know, there's a bit of calculus, all you're going to do is flick it off, which isn't necessarily yeah. true. Um, so yeah, Absolutely. and there's one thing you mentioned, which was really, really interesting. I just want to diverge. Um, you're talking about mentors. So I think this is something that's very important. How did you really kind of curate your network and like find mentors that would guide you uh, on, on your path? Wow, that's that's an amazing question. So the best answer, actually, the, I mean, what I did, I, I just throw myself there. You know, I started mm. asking. I just asked, you know, if, if, if you have that thirst for knowledge and, you know, people will give back, people will help you and you, you will see what you're, uh, you're aligned with and, and how people approach you and how people are open to be around you um, and and help you, and this is you know this is what you know what basically brought me to the U.S. I uh, and I can talk to the, about that later, but um, you know I started emailing people. I looked, I read research, you know, and I was like, okay, who are the biggest people in Perio? I want to talk to them. I want to see how they got into how did they get to where they get where they got, and I wanted to be like them. So I started emailing people, meeting people, mm. talking to people, and that's how, you know, I got my support. Yeah, I think it's so important to so, kind of um, find out who the leading people are in your desired field and just talk to them. That's the first step, talking to them and getting their advice mm-hmm. and then kind of just tagging along, shadowing them, um, you know, exchanging messages, trying to get tips as much as possible, that's going to put you in good stead for the rest of your career. Yeah. So, totally yeah. agree. And this happens not just in dentistry, you know, in anything. And you, mm. and you, we talked about who, you know, are listening to this podcast, even, you know, high, high school students, uh, they have to have a men, you know, mentor figure, someone that they can go to and ask questions. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think for me, the th- this is I, just building on the, the excellent points you made, it's kind of envisaging what you want to be. So if you want to be like the best periodontal surgeon or the best implantologist, etc., 
you need to learn from people that have done it before. Why the path's already been paved, you just need to follow it. So finding the right mentor um, is essential. And I think it's always kind of associated with business and the economics and finance field. But as, as you articulated quite well, Dr. Alkanan, it's very relevant to dentistry because you know, within dentistry, we just need to learn from those before us and, and gain that insight into, into how to be better clinicians, basically. Um, so yeah, it's a, it, it's an important part of dentistry, absolutely, finding the right mentor. Totally agree. And just with regards to perio, kind of getting back to our, <laughs> our favorite specialty here, uh, what do you enjoy the most about the specialty? And do you have any particular dislikes you've learned along the way? Yeah, I mean, of course, I decided to specialize in perio because I just enjoy everything about it. I enjoy the theoretical side. Um, I enjoy, you know, how it's linked to the whole body. And, you know, there is a, a huge subspecialty of perio or subtopic, which is periodontal medicine and how, you know, your general health can affect, you know, um, the mouth. Sorry, and, and how the mouth actually affects your general health. Um I love the finesse part uh, about the surgical intervention in periodontology. Uh, and, and when I talk about that, you know, of course, I love the surgical part, but um, uh, surgery, when it's done under uh, a periodontist, a periodontist is different, I feel. It's more finesse. For example, I use mm. 6.0 magnification uh, for, for most of my surgeries, even extraction which is probably, uh, uh, I don't know if you mm. guys are using magnification, magnification, but, you know, there's yeah. a finesse to it, um, you know, how you lay the flap, how you put it together, how you suture it, uh, you know, what do you suture them with, and, um, you know, just any, and, and the diversity in, in surgical interventions, you deal with teeth, you deal with implants, you deal with the palate, you deal with blood vessels, with nerves, uh, and it's very intricate. Uh, so that's, you know, what I really, really enjoy. The other part thing that I really enjoy is, you know, um, connecting with um, other uh, colleagues and, and, you know, um, giving them what I know and, and, and teaching some of these aspects uh, as well. In terms of my dislikes, uh, I can bluntly say that you know, spending, you know, uh, 45 minutes uh, cleaning a quad of, uh, uh, of teeth is probably tough. Uh, and it's rewarding at the same time, but it's sometimes bad on the back for sure. Um, and I like to delegate that to, uh, to my hygienist, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. I think that's important as well to work as part of that multidisciplinary team and understanding what things can be delegated and one things you can take on yourself. But I, I, I like that you've kind of said there is a dislike, but there's always kind of solutions within perio and dentistry, um, which is, which is fantastic to hear. Um, and yeah, you also mentioned that you're an implant surgeon. So what made you want to specialize and, you know, kind of hone into doing implantology? Absolutely. Uh, so in, in, in dental school, you know, they kind of gave us an introduction uh, about implants, they didn't, you know, show us cases. They, I mean, it was at the time, you know, something that is untouchable, kinda. And I remember when I was uh, mm. in, in my VT looking at, you know, 
the, the requirements for NHS for patients that have implants. It was like non-retentive lower arch, blah, 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 blah. So I, you know, and there is a, some sort of, a, you know, surgical intervention. I, I uh, wanted to get into it since I love surgery. And the, the, the two specialties are, are uh, not even specialties. Uh, implants, in, in particular, it's not a subspecialty, at least in the U.S. You know, it's, and I like, you know, the cheesecake analogy where everybody can put their hand and take a piece, whether it's a general dentist, the oral surgeon, the periodontist, even the endodontist now can place implants. Uh, so the, the, I don't think it's a subspecialty, but I think it's greatly, you know, associated with any surgical intervention. There has to be a finesse to it. And because my like, my, my liking to, to the surgical aspect of dentistry, I want to, um, get into it. And there's a lot of research and new development when it comes to, um, implants. And that's why I wanted to get into it too. Perfect. And um, would you would you say that perio and implantology are kind of related? Are they are they closely related? Oh, definitely. I think, uh, and I might be stirring some pots here uh, with other uh, specialists, uh, mm-hmm. other disciplines. But I definitely would say that perio is the most close uh, closely related subspecialty that deals with implants. Um, in fact, the American Academy of Period- Periodontics or Periodontology change, uh, changed its name to the American Academy of uh, uh, Periodontology and Implant Surgery. Um, we, of course, we deal with anything that is involved in the alveolus, you know, the, the bones that surrounds the teeth. Uh, and you know it's the housing for dental implants, and you know the the, the com- concept of osseointegration, where implants get attached to the bone, is, is basically uh, go through you know inflammation, um, healing, bone healing, and, and you know it, it can get diseased. And of course, we're the experts in disease uh, pathways and bone. Um, uh, you know, bone physiology. So we're dealing, we're in the forefront of, imp- I would say, implant surgery and implant soft tissue manipulation. There is another huge part of implants is the restorative part. And uh, for sure, that is not my realm. That's not what I'm an expert at. I'm ex- an expert at, you know, implant site development and implant placement, bone grafts that are implant related and soft tissue around implants so yes the answer to your question is definitely <laughs> close relationship <laughs> i think that will stir the pots of a few like uh oral surgeons and um prosthodontists like th- that's the beauty of dentistry everyone kind of has their own opinion on so whether or not their specialty is is the is the superior when it comes to implants which is what i've realized <laughs> unfortunately yeah um yeah excellent and just with regards to your own life like what does an average day for you entail in the dental practice sure so uh, luckily owning my own practice i choose my own hours uh of course um i 
you know, I love what I do, but, you know, I try to make it enjoyable. I am. Um, so I usually typically go in at nine o'clock. I like to, you know, go to the gym beforehand. I go early in the morning and I start at nine. Uh, I tend to see, I would say, three, three, four exams during the day. My exams are uh, between an hour, an hour long and or, you know, 15 minutes uh, for um, a quick exam. I tend to do three to four surgeries on average. These surgeries can be anything between a simple gum graft to a full mouth implant case. Um, so it varies. Um, I, I do see a couple of post-ops as well. And uh, the day entitles as well, talking on the phone to some general dentists or referrals, whether you know, the prosthodontist, endodontist. Um, yeah, um, once a month I do have a study club where, you know, I run a, a study club with other dentists and we exchange cases. And, you know, sometimes we run courses for dental students and, or other uh, specialists uh, with, you know, with some implant companies. So it varies. The day varies. But, um I like to keep it consistent. It involves surgery every day, and it's uh, very interesting and fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been great finding out all about perio and implantology, and it's great that, you know, your day is quite varied. You know, it's something you'll never get bored of. Um, we do have one final question that we like to ask all of our guests at the end of each episode. And that is, what is one tip you would give to people who are thinking of applying to study dentistry um, at the moment? Awesome. Uh, so the one advice or one tip I want to give to anyone who actually wanted to go into dentistry or surgery or, you know, um, dental school is think about it. Think about dentistry. Um as a marathon, uh, don't think about it as a sprint. Uh, if you try to, you know, do things quick and cut corners and want to get done quickly and finish your requirement, um, in my opinion, this will not do you any good. Um, try and do things the right way. Take your time because if your, you know, basic level is that, that is right. Um, that will set you up for a great career. That's my only advice. And I think in mm -hmm. order to be excellent, um, do things the right way. Do not cut corners. Perfect. Honestly, very lovely, very concise, and some great ad advice to hear. Um, I think a lot of the time, especially as dental students, even, even those that have gone through the whole procedure of uh, getting into dental school, which can be a challenge, we still have this uh, pressure to do things quickly. You know, everyone wants to do their foundation training. They want to specialize quickly. They want to start their private cases as quickly as possible. So it's nice to hear from someone that's achieved so much that it's okay to take your time. Um, and I think one key takeaway that I had from this uh, episode was, you know, find a good mentor and learn from people that have done it before you. So thank you very much, uh, Dr. Alkana. It's yeah, my pleasure. Uh, I was, uh, I really enjoyed this and thank you. Thank you for having me.
No worries. Thank you for your time. Um, and thank you to our listeners for listening to the You Know The Draw podcast. If you want to keep up with Dr. Alkanan's work, please check out his Instagram page over at Abdullah underscore 85 underscore Q8. Yes. And to find out more about dentistry, the application process and stay up to date with the podcast, make sure you follow at You Know The Draw podcast on Instagram and TikTok and at Faristen and the You Know The Drill podcast channel on YouTube for all your dental needs. Thanks for listening. Peace out.